comic book pit. Okay. I'm Dan. I'm Scott. And this is our, our just our general casual discussion episode. We kind of alternate. If you're if you're a new listener, we alternate between comic reviews and then our you know alternate episode will be just talk, just uh, TV, movies, pop culture, the comics. Chit-chat. Yeah, the kind of the stuff that we. Yeah. We'd like to talk about, but you know, we Com- still... comics. Comics has grown well beyond the the printed page, so we we try to cover uh, where else in popular culture mm-hmm. that it shows up. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a good way of putting it. Let's make that a tagline. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's my one one good idea for the night. Uh, I'm done here. You're Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll be carrying the rest of the show. Yeah. Then, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, um, so I guess you know we could start out with, uh, I guess a little bit of movie talk. There've been yeah. we've kind of been getting hit with a lot of trailers lately. Oh my goodness, it's a good time. It's a good time to to be a nerd. Yes, as always. As, so, yeah, for for a few years now. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, for like ten years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just had that uh, that they, they showed the uh, like the kind of ten year like the class of Marvel Studios. Oh yeah, the, year, the picture the uh, picture with basically everybody in it. Yeah. Except for I read um uh Terrence Howard, Edward Norton, and Kenneth Branagh were not in that picture. Kenneth Branagh who's he, Kenneth Branagh? Kenneth, Bra- Kenneth Branagh was the director of the oh. first Thor movie. Okay. And then uh Ed Norton was the Hulk. the Hulk and he and Marvel had a falling out. Yeah. And same with Terrence Howard. Yeah. After Iron Man, he wanted more money, or he wanted to renegotiate his contract, yeah. and they replaced him with um, Don Cheadle yeah. as uh, J- Colonel James Rhodes. Right. So. Which was okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah, I, I like Don. With that. I like Don yeah. Cheadle. Yeah. He's he's a, he's a good roadie. But um, yeah, so that that was kind of a, a kind of a cool picture. They they basically assembled literally every. Every star from all the Marvel movies and and the directors, yeah, that's in one giant picture. That's amazing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so because the show, uh, you know, their cohesiveness for the, you know, for the story too, like that they they have each movie has its own ideas, but then you know they still have this overriding storylines. Mm-hmm. And you know they've taken, like I say, they've taken the printed page and they've moved it to the silver screen. There's another one from the printed page to the silver <laughs> Look screen. Look at you! 
Yeah. You're just you're you're just knocking yeah. them out of the park tonight. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> now, Who am I? now you freeze up. <laughs> yeah, I'm like ah. You're like ah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we got uh, a trailer for I guess technically it's a Marvel movie. It's uh, Marvel character at least, but we got a Venom trailer, <laughs> a teaser. For, Tom Hardy. A Sony picture. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the... I don't really have a lot of good things to say about this one. The general consensus is... Well, I think that in the biggest question is, where's Venom? Right. For the Venom trailer. Yeah, so. I thought we were going to see something. I, I would have been happy with just the uh, smile of the suit in a shadow. It'll or light up. Or something that or the like, evil grin, like you know, th- they showed Tom Hardy a couple of times laying on this exam table. Yeah, like show a little bit of just like a little dollop of goo, like going up his finger or something, like just anything. Yeah, and then do like a cutaway of you know this uh, maniacal smile in the shadows. You know, yeah. like yeah, you know, like it's yeah. kind of how even like in the original Spider-Man. The suit kind of was like a shadow, right? Um, that would show, you know, kind of have its own personality. Put that in there. The entire trailer just played like some generic action movie, like uh, like a like a bad, like a straight to video <laughs> bad version of what? like the like a Bourne movie or something, like a Jason Bourne movie. Was it like a Sony superhero movie? <laughs> I guess so. I. I'll tell you the two things that made me cringe in that in that trailer, especially was seeing the Sony logo right off the bat because I don't know why it just immediately made me think of Fantastic Four or whatever they tried to make. Um, oh, the, like the uh, the most recent Fantastic, yeah the recent the Josh one. Trank movie yeah. yeah yeah the Josh Tanked movie. Ooh, look at you! Sorry, still, Josh. Yeah, still hitting them out of the park. Yeah. I liked your other movie, but uh, <laughs> Chronicle, right? Yeah, I think that that's was really was. good. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, um, but yeah, it just that right off the bat, I don't know why when I saw that Sony logo, I immediately thought like this doesn't look right, and then all the scenes looked had that dark and uh, dark and uh, low budget look to it. Yeah, that's which, what I mean. Like it just looked like a like a just a ter- like a Netflix like. Like, direct movie or something. And then when they did the the other scene that made me cringe was Tom Hardy on the table, and they shook the camera so he was like screaming, and I was like wah, and they and they jerked the camera for the extra effect, mm-hmm. and it just looked cheap. It looks cheap, like yeah. So the so I agree with all that. The, and as far as like what else made made me cringe, the the narr- the Tom Hardy narration, yeah. It was just so vague, and it was just, like, gibberish. <laughs> like, it made no it, – it had no bearing <laughs> on anything that happened in the trailer. Yeah. It was just nonsense. Um, yeah. And and they showed – they we got one quick view of, like, the the symbiote in, in like, a container yeah. or something. Yeah, it was, like, a little pile but you of saw it, it was, like, a, a second. Yeah. That was the only – which also was disappointing because it was just a – it wasn't anything. Just – I don't know. It was too 
that wasn't a tease. That was like this is before the tease. Like this is, it, yeah, it, it felt very just amateurish. Yeah, it's like someone who doesn't really understand how to entice or put like it's like they don't a they they don't understand the source material. B they don't understand their audience. Yeah. And see, they just don't know how to put together a good t- trailer. Some people had said that maybe they don't have the CGI done yet, uh, which I say, then just wait. Then why don't you just, yeah. And, and honestly, I don't think we had it on our notes, but the Deadpool trailer. Um, oh, yeah. That was another one. But I love that they made fun of that. Uh, cable walked out and he had the green arm. Oh, right. And he's like, hold on a second. This is the CGI is <laughs> not done yet. Yeah, they, they 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 totally they totally took swipes at the Justice League. Yeah, movie that yeah. was pretty funny. I forgot about that. That was that was a really good trailer. That was a yeah. That was a yeah. Deadpool great, two. I, uh, I can't wait for that. Yeah, that's that's going to be a solid hit. Yeah, and and they're bringing everyone back from the first one, which is awesome. Well, I mean, it really plus, does. I mean, plus all the characters they're adding. Yeah. I mean, aside from like we knew Domino and Cable. Yeah. But I think Shatterstar is going to be in it. Oh wow. Okay. And. Um, I think Terry Crews plays G.W. Bridge. Oh, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, that's that's uh, that's perfect. <laughs> there, somebody, uh, people keep uh, putting this still from the trailer up on like Facebook and Instagram, where it's it looks like um, Deadpool is standing with a group of other group of people like on this um, like on a plane like a ramp like a, or like you know how planes open in the back um, like. He's standing with a group of people, and people are, like, pointing out, like, that looks like GW Bridge. And look behind them. It, like, it looks like Shatterstar is, like, his face thing. Oh. Like, whatever, that goofy padding yeah. thing that he wears around his, his face. His boxing. It's his boxing yeah. thing. That was a but, Rob but Liefeld original. It really does look like that. That's cool. I don't know if it's going to be him. That's but, awesome. <clears throat> or if they're just, like, kind of, you know, throwing some... Yeah, Some, just you know, yeah. like, hey, Rob, here's yeah. a goofy piece of, you know, what yeah. you've done in the past, and well, hopefully they don't do like, uh, what was that the Wolverine Origins, where you're like, oh my god, all these cool characters are gonna yeah. be in this, and then they're just like, nah, terrible, not really. <laughs> Did you say blob? <laughs> yeah, I would be like, no, I said bub. Like, yeah, death. Yeah. Yeah, that was so, dumb. No, that was oh, the worst. Um, Wolverine yeah. Origins was the worst. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah. just terrible. It was. Yeah. I, you, what? <laughs> even even my opening like usually. <laughs> I think we have a yearly bellyache about this movie. <laughs> well, you know, usually, like, I'm I might be excited to see a movie when it first opens, so you kind of overlook some some inconsistencies or some flaws, but you know, I think the first time I saw it, I was even like, as I'm watching, I'm like, wow, this straight up is terrible. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm still watching this. I, I actually, I remember, I remember how, what a big deal this was, but that movie leaked before the, the effects were finished on Origins. Oh, I, I... And I had a I, copy of it. I watched it, too. I, th- I think we were all on kind of, like, the same yeah, like, loop for that. Everybody's like, oh, man, we can watch it now. And that it's was like, 
wow, some of these scenes are really dumb. Well, hopefully when I see the real movie, it'll be better. And yeah. then it's like, no, not nah, so much. not really. You know, <laughs> it's like, ah, it was a bummer. Yeah. And, you know, especially like, like that was our first Deadpool. Yeah. And it was terrible. And but, they sewed and, but it wasn't his because, mouth shut. And it wasn't even Ryan Reynolds' fault. It wasn't no. like, oh, the actor was terrible. Like, he had there were Ryan there Reynolds were, was funny in it. There were flashes of what could have been. Yeah, with Ryan Reynolds as Wade Wilson. Yeah, he was he was right on in that opening scene. And when they brought out Deadpool at the end of the movie, it wasn't actually him as the actor either. Right, wasn't it like a they like had, a stunt person or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah. So they literally just they just said <laughs> the hell with. Uh, yeah. You know, Deadpool. And it's like, you fools. You know, this is what everybody wants. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it took them, like, years to fix that. Mm-hmm. But, they, yeah, I mean, Ryan Reynolds, I mean, we got to give him credit because he's the one that probably, I think, more than anyone pushed it through. Oh, I think, yeah, I think he definitely had a lot to do with that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it probably didn't, well, yeah, I don't know if it hurt, if, if Green Lantern hurt him or helped him with that yeah i don't know because well i mean if that was a hit then he probably would have yeah he probably would have yeah that's true yeah so yeah then he was like wow i i need to get away from this character let's go back over here yeah let's let's see if i can do deadpool (laughs) the right way um see what other so uh so we just had the the super bowl recently and with the super bowl came the commercials yeah. And with the commercials came the solo trailer. Oh, yeah. I know you have thoughts about this one. Yeah, I'm I'm actually I, unexpectedly featuring the uh, Han Solo shirt yep. tonight. Um, but I'm excited. I, I, you know, I think people are divided on the actor uh, playing the role. But I really think that's, that might just amount to a lot of bad press. And... I'm very hopeful that he's he's going to play Han Solo, and I'm fine with him playing it his way. Like, I get that everybody's like, well, he doesn't look like Harrison Ford. And it's like, yeah, but Harrison Ford played Han Solo. Mm-hmm. This guy is playing Han Solo. He's not playing Harrison Ford. Right. So it's I, like, keep it. I, I, I keep think that it, in mind. Yeah, and I, I think it's it probably doesn't help that we, you know – we had Han Solo in the, the you know, in The Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. Even though he was old Han Solo, right. he was still Han Solo. Look at, uh, yeah. You know, so we had, like, a, 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 a little bit of a taste of Han Solo. And and he's a he's a relative unknown, the the actor. I forget his name. is Alden. Yeah. Something. I forget his name, too. He's got a strange name. Kind of funny. Um yeah, I'm. I'm cautiously optimistic for it. I yeah. think the the well, I, I, I the design. I will say that the designs of the characters so far mm-hmm. are uh, way better than uh, the Last Jedi's designs. Like, it's funny how we never we haven't really discussed Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I, I I'll just say off the bat, I liked it, mm-hmm. but I see a lot of things wrong with it too. So. But I still liked it. I, don't I, know, I did too. You know, I, I don't have a. I, I didn't see all the hate that people had right. for it. 
like any but, movie that it had, like you said, it, it, it had but just flaws, but not enough for me to say, like, oh, not my Star Wars or, yeah. you know, sign a, some, sign a petition to write it out of canon. Or, yeah, no, that's ridiculous. That's, that is dumb. It's ridiculous. And, and, like, honestly, if anybody put any thought into Force Awakens, this is where this was the – Last Jedi was the inevitable step, like, that it had to answer to that movie and to those characters. And I thought that a lot of the characters were poor in Force Awakens in the first place. Mm-hmm. So what? How, how are you expecting The Last Jedi to be, you know, like, I think they took those boring-ish characters and they made, at least gave them a little more. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. I thought there was improvements with each character. So, yeah. Um, Finn, instead of being the Jar Jar of Force, he was like the Jar Jar of Force Awakens because <laughs> he, he bumbled through so many things and he was constantly like he was he was really more like the comic relief he was and um the last jedi it started out with that comic relief and then he all of a sudden was like ah well i'm gonna do a mission you know and even though the mission was pretty much for not you know he grew as a as a character in that movie and i can give i you know i'm like okay i like finn more now than i did before Mm -hmm. when he was and I, and I, it's one of those things like they could have written him better in the first place. Sure. And they didn't. Yeah. And uh, same with Poe Dameron. They just didn't. They didn't give him much. Right. Well, uh, I, you know, and I, I think the first movie was not so much a, a a character piece as it was. Okay, we're we're passing the torch. Yeah. And let's just have fun with it. Yeah. And then we'll worry about fleshing everyone out. Yeah. In the next movie. Right. Um. So moving towards what I was going to say, why I brought that up, and <laughs> reference back. Good thing this is the conversation show, so we can bounce around. Um, but there's a there's a new documentary on um, on uh, Netflix called "The Toys That Made Us." Oh yeah, I saw that. And if you did, you watch the Star Wars episode? Yes. All right, so that's like episode one of of the four episodes or whatever. Mm-hmm. They talk about. Um, there's a word they coined like called like a toyetic or it needs to it has to have toy ability yeah so comparing last jedi to what i've seen in the solo last jedi has no toy ability like and you can even see it when the products came out all the characters look the same as force awakens like they didn't even change ray's outfit leia leia had what two new outfits in the empire yeah, that's Han, right. Han had new. He had a snowsuit. He had fatigue. Right. He had like the Bespin outfit. Luke had. Yeah, Luke Bespin had all fatigues, his. Yeah. Hoth. But like every character in Last Jedi still had the same clothes they wore in the previous movie. That's a good point. Yeah. So there's no uh, toyability for that. Like why you're just going to sell the same things over and over. Now Han, Now the solo movie, everyone looks new. Mm-hmm. The designs look amazing. Like the they've been. Just this week, they've been putting out the uh, uh, the look for the Falcon, which is something to that's yeah, something else that's to talk something about. different, yeah. And then um, Han, Lando, and even Chewie has like a double bandolier in the uh, trailer, yeah. Which I was like, okay, finally they did something different with Chewie's outfit, yeah. Because yeah, it's just the bandolier, but like you Give know, him for two pe- bandoliers, <laughs> yeah, for people that. You know, collect toys. Like and he's always going to be the same. Yeah. Now you have a different version. You can say, this is from the solo movie. Yeah. You know? So, 
I think this I think that's all positive. Like seeing that in that trailer, I was like, this is going to be good. Like I'm I, I'm positive for that that reason. I'm I am crazy excited for Donald Glover as Lando. Yes. I like I feel like that above all all other things. Yeah. I want to see Donald Glover there's, as Lando. There's that's that's like a can't miss. Yeah. Like I think that's going to be the thing that sells everyone to go see it. But I I do think that they're going to they're going to show up for Donald and it's going to be amazing. Mhm. But they're also going to like Han. I think they're yeah. going to like Han by the end of it. I think people will be like, I like that actor now. Yeah. I think, so. yeah. I'm, I'm I'm hoping that they, they play well off of each other. Yeah. And that, yeah, like you said, maybe people will, you know, be interested in Donald Glover because he's a little more well-known. Yeah. And maybe by the end, the new Han will kind of win them over. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think part of being, like, cautiously optimistic um but i felt like my my fears were put at ease a little bit once i actually saw the trailer because um the director ron howard he's not really known for sci-fi epics yeah not I mean, for for a long time yeah i mean, I mean he's like what's he done that like recently that's had any kind of like as, as far as um doing any kind of um special effects or right. like what Apollo thirteen maybe right, which is historic, basically like historical drama. Yeah. Um, what was the um, the Tom Hanks um, trilogy movies with the uh, oh the uh, the Da Vinci the Da Vinci Code? Yeah, wasn't that Ron Howard's directing? Uh, I, think I think so. I'm like, go to the internet. <laughs> well, see, and that's the thing. Like Ron Howard, like he's not. Yes, he's a he's a an accomplished and probably technically sound director. Yeah. Who's, you know, won awards and is, you know, like I said, he's very accomplished. He's made great movies, but beautiful mind. He, he, like when, when you think of making a star Wars movie, he's not, I, I wouldn't even say he's in the top. He's not in the running. He's, he, it's like, he's not even in the top 10 of directors that I would think of. To no. do a, a Star Wars movie, so the fact that they got him really Willow. <laughs> I loved Willow, but I, I always thought George did that one. I think he like produced it or something. Maybe that's what it is, uh, or, or wrote it. Yeah, maybe some. Yeah. Um, but you know, all <laughs> like everything. And the trailer looked really cool, like as far as yeah. the the different like the space scenes and the effects. And I, I tell you, I gotta tell you the the scene of the the star destroyer coming out of like that almost yeah. like, like you see a silhouette, like almost like coming out of yeah. a cloud in space. I was like, wow, that is really cool looking. Yep. But yeah, um, but I saw like yeah, I saw a lot of things that kind of <clears throat> like I said, it kind of put me at ease a little. Like the, to have, I'm like okay, maybe Ron Ron Howard knows what he's doing, or he's got enough help from think, you know from the people that have made these movies before. You know, I'm sure he's got a lot of like a lot of the same crew. Yeah, from these movies, they probably work on a lot yeah. of the same movies. One of the things I like, and everybody's been talking about this on the internet. Well, let's. Well, I mean, we could talk about the Millennium Falcon and um, how 
how they've reverse aged the ship yeah. back to its like proto like it's, like it's clean it's super clean inside which i my you know credit to the guys in back in 77 that gave that ship the weathered look that make it made it look really grungy that made it look like he's been this is where he lives yeah like this is his house um and or like he's been smuggling some dirty shit in here. Yeah. <laughs> or like for a lot of years. Yeah. Like, he, like this is this is this is basically the 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 inside of a semi trailer or something. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's dirty and yeah. Yeah. Um, but then also the uh, the like looking at the especially if you look at the toys that they're coming out with now. Mm-hmm. They have the Falcon. It on the front end. It has a flat front. Yeah, instead it's like, of that little notch. Instead, of, instead of like the, like the two prongs, mm-hmm. it's it's like filled in. And I, it seems like there's something. I almost think like they are like the original Falcon was the hot rod version of a normal car. Is what I'm thinking because just looking at what the what they're showing with this new toy, um, there are panels that break off of it. And it exposes the parts that we're used to seeing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, like, there's, like, just a little, like, up in the front end on the two prongs that's, that come out, there's um, engines in there that we see in all the other movies. And we just assume that's what... That's what it's supposed to that's be. That's what they look like. But in this movie, they're showing it where they had paneling over them, and the toy, they actually explode oh, off. Oh, okay. So we can guess that in the movie, some of the panels are going to get ripped away. And we're going to start to see the ship that we're used that we, to seeing. We know. Well, see, I thought maybe we were going to – I mean, at the time, these were probably throwaway lines. But, yeah. like, in the very first movie, Han says, I've made a lot of special modifications myself. Exactly. And then in Empire, Lando says, what have you done to my ship? Yeah. So – Yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> so, when like, he's... like I said, th- those were probably just throwaway lines. Yeah. But they, have a, they have a chance to mean something now. Yeah. Yeah, and even on, um, I think there's like a, a single, a single cannon on the top, mm-hmm. and he has the quad cannon on it, mm-hmm. in the other movies. It's just little things like that that if you really, like the the toy is like great because you can stare at that photo and just get an idea of what, what's different. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Now I mean that kind of stuff. I'm excited, and I know they've already, in- indicated that they'll be at Castle. In the movie. Yeah, I think there has so to be. the infamous Kessel Run mm-hmm. um, will probably be a part of the movie, so I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think some people are afraid. They're probably nervous about that because they don't want it to... Well, it's, it's kind of... Don't, don't ruin the legend. Right. You know? It's... it's, it's, it's le- yeah, like I said, it, it's legendary. Yeah. And we've never seen it. We can only, like, in our mind, imagine... How crazy. How amazing. Yeah. It, like, the, like, what is the Kessel Run? Exactly. It's almost like... You know, in the very first movie, you know, we heard about the Clone Wars. Yeah. And, like, the Clone Wars? That sounds awesome. Yeah. Until we got the Clone Wars. And then we Wars. saw the movie. And, and then we got the Clone Wars, and we're like, oh, my God. I'm like, what? <laughs> Obi-Wan, you like, son of a bitch. I thought Obi-Wan would have been a clone. Dang it. <laughs> Obi-Wan. He's, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that was a theory back in the day. Um, back when people thought that Obi-Wan was actually a clone of the original Ben Kenobi. Interesting. Yeah. And then the movies came out and said, no, no Jedis were clones. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah. The, the movies came out and said, no, we're not going to have any fun with these movies. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Well, I can only hope that JJ brings back midichlorians in episode nine. Oh, shut up. I know. Shut All up. right. <laughs> shut it off. Yeah. Now, now you've gone too now far. Now I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Unless he does it right. Then I'm okay with it. So Solo comes out when? Is it Memorial Day weekend? Oh, my goodness. I, I know I should know this, but I don't know this. But, I, yeah, I think it is like May. It's probably like May 23rd, 20th, it's 23rd. Not, that's not far. No, it's it's three months away. Yeah, and that's what everybody is like, kind of shocked because of the uh, schedule that month is. I think Deadpool's oh. out that month. I thought Deadpool came out in like June or July. No, it's it's is sooner. It? Yeah. Oh, okay. And oh, I well, think, well, Avengers comes out in May. Yeah, like the, the first weekend of May. Right. Okay. That's right, and that's what I mean. Is it's surprising that it's Marvel and they're. They're like, oh, yeah, we're just going to have Avengers and, and Solo in the same month. Well, yeah, but you know what? Either way, they're making money. Oh, yeah. It's the same company, so it's like, yeah, you know. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's something that I, I heard that they're – That's why you can have, like, four Starbucks in in a five-block radius because yeah. they're, they're all making money off each other. I think you're right about that, and I think that um, – I think they want to test the – this is something I read or heard somewhere, but um, that they want to test the water with the way the Marvel movies come out now, that they can put out like two or three movies a year and they have no problem, you know, moving merchandise and people move on to the next movie and they're okay with that. Mm-hmm. They're, I think they're testing that with Star Wars because Last Jedi was just in December and what is oh, it? it's yeah. only five months, five yeah. months in between and they're ready to roll well, out another movie. I think the thing that helps with with them doing that is it's not like, oh, okay, episode eight came out in December, episode nine comes out five months later. It's yeah. like they're they're staggering these movies exactly. with these these standalone movies, which is almost like a little bit of a palate cleanser. Which so. is what Marvel has been doing, and I think Disney looked at what Marvel what they were doing right, and they're like, we're trying to apply that to Star Wars, mm-hmm. which actually they. That's the other news, too, is they just um, hired the creators of – well, not the creators, but the the showrunners for Game of Thrones. Oh, that's right. They've been brought on to write something for Star Wars, and They're, they haven't – they uh, didn't say a trilogy. Oh, I thought it was a new trilogy. They didn't. I don't think they explicitly said that. Okay. They just said a new story, which uh, – I forget who – I must have talk, talked to my buddies about it, but uh, – yeah, I'm finally finding the uh, movies. Oh man, yeah. Uh, oh, Ready Player One's coming out soon in March. Oh, okay. Uh, April, May, May fourth, Avengers: Infinity War, and May twenty fifth is a solo. And then. And what about Deadpool? Yeah. May eighteenth. So wow. one week, one week before Solo, Deadpool. And then two weeks before that is the Avengers. So, yeah, May's a, May's a busy month. May is going to be insane. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a fun time. Well, and then is it the month – well, then the, the month after that or if it's either June or July, we've got um, Ant-Man and the Wasp yeah. coming out. Oh, yeah, that and um, – let's see, uh, June, Incredibles 2. I think we – 
might have had that on the notes there. I can't remember. Yeah, I just watched the trailer for that tonight. Okay. July 6th, Ant-Man and Wasp. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be... So, that's good. That's 4th of July weekend. That'll do yeah. probably pretty well. Yeah, it looks amazing, too. That, that looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about that one as well. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the trailers, I mean, Venom aside, trailers have been pretty <laughs> awesome. Um, so. Yeah, I, um, like I said, I... Uh, I watched the Incredibles 2 trailer tonight before coming over to the studio, and I just got all kinds of excited nice. all over. Because it's a, a it's a, I think it's a crime that it took this long to make a sequel to the Incredibles. Oh, nice. And B, it's, it's been so long since I've watched the original yeah. Incredibles. I saw this trailer, and I'm like, I want to watch the Incredibles. Yeah. Like, right now. Yeah. C... My wife has never seen The Incredibles. Oh my goodness! So I've got like twice as much, like uh, like double reasons to yeah. watch The Incredibles. <laughs> um, but the, I mean, it it looks like it's going to be great, like as much fun as the first one. Nice, you know. And I think everyone, it, it's all the same actors are back. Okay. For the for the that's sequel, all, that's so, awesome. Considering yeah. how long it's been. Yeah, well, I guess that's the good thing about voice acting. Yeah. You don't have to worry about how much you look aged as long as your voice is still right decent <laughs> right so you still have uh so it's craig t nelson as mr incredible ah. um holly hunter as elastigirl mm-hmm. his wife and uh sam jackson as frozone oh man <laughs> okay oh so, man yeah i haven't watched that movie since it originally came out I think I saw it in the theater, and I never, I have never watched. I, it I saw it in the theater, and I, th- I think I, I might have had it on DVD, like after it came out or mm-hmm. something, and yeah, and I, I, I might have watched it once on DVD, and I, I haven't watched it since. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. The only thing was, here's my criticism was, and I don't know why. This is just a personal thing, because the movie was really done well, but I, I didn't like that uh, their super fan turned into the villain. Like it's just one of, the, I don't know uh, why that did not. Okay. St- that did not sit with me, like sit well with me. I just, I was like, I don't know why. I don't even know why. I think I'd have to watch it again and, and just try to figure out, like, why that bothered why me you're, so much. Why are you feeling this way, yeah, Scott? Yeah, yeah. It was almost like, I, I don't want to watch it again. If I watch it again, I'll have to confront this. Yeah. You, you, know? you need, like, now therapy. I need to. Yeah. Now I need to. I'm like, Jason <laughs> Lee, what have you done? Oh, that's right. Yeah, Jason yeah. Lee did yeah. the did the voice. I forgot about that. It's great. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's what I mean. Everything about that movie is awesome, and I still and yet I have this. Uh, I always have this bad feeling about it that I I'm like, why didn't I like that hmm. that plot point? Like, yeah. But huh? Yeah, it's almost like because I was like because he wasn't like a real villain. Yeah, I think he was like he wanted to be with them or something. They, I don't remember now, but I'm just like, eh. yeah, I could. So, well, yeah, I guess I could. I felt bad for him. I could kind of see. Yeah, <laughs> it, it would have been fun to see, like an actual like super villain or something yeah. like someone maybe that used to go up against. Yeah, back yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> um. So uh, let's see. So we got a couple more. Yeah, it looks like it's all like it's all trailers. Well, it's all it's all movie talk here. Um, I got a TV show to talk. We can talk. Okay. Well, we'll, but we'll get we can 
Let me circle around. You know. Yeah, let me let me hit these two real quick and see okay. what, see what you think. Um, so the, and I don't know that anything's been confirmed yet, but well, we'll go with the the first probably more offensive one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess Michael Bay is in talks to direct a, a, a Lobo yes. movie. Although I I say it's offensive because mostly Michael Bay offends me um, as a movie watcher, <laughs> but yeah, but in a weird way. He's I think if I know if anybody's gonna for it. if anybody's gonna make <laughs> a crazy over the top right. Lobo movie, it's gonna be Michael Bay. Right. It's like this is the movie he was born to make. I think so too. I th- I can't think of anyone else that would could do the level of bombastic things that they need yeah. to do. And it would I, I feel like and it would finally be justified. Yeah. As opposed to like when he does crazy bombastic shit for like for transformers or, yeah or i was gonna say like the bad boys movies or pain pain and gain uh, this is what i think of is he's gonna take pain and gain which was a really good um movie with dwayne johnson yeah and he did that that was michael bay's movie i feel like he was super conservative on that and it was just his his style without things exploding mm-hmm. um and he really did a good job, but I think he's going to take like, you know, these muscly guys, and that'll be Lobo, and then he's just going to make that insane. Like he's going to crank that up to a hundred, yeah, and just go. It, it, it's almost funny to think about like his, some of his first movies and how tame they seem now, and by comparison, like yeah. The Rock. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I remember when The Rock came out, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. This movie's awesome. The Rock was like perfectly timed for that era too, though. Action movies. Yeah. He cranked it up, and everything looked so cool, yeah. and like just his style. And it wasn't, yeah, it, like like we keep using the word bombastic, but it, like it wasn't as over the top for a Michael Bay movie. It wasn't really that over the top. But everybody was still kind of tan and sweatyish. Oh, everyone. Yeah, I mean, oh, everyone Everyone's was totally like good-looking and hot. Everyone's and always kind of greasy-ish yeah. in his movies. Yeah. Like, I think he started that right off the bat. <laughs> He's just like, yeah. The, the the Transformers movies, I can't even really get into because I've only... I've, I didn't watch the new one yet. I've only seen the first one. I, I, one. You know, and that one was okay for me. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm really like a Transformers, like, non-fan. I know enough okay. to get by. See, I'm a fan of the property. Mm-hmm. I... I almost feel like it's my responsibility at this point to watch these movies, no matter how <laughs> how crazy they become. Uh, but I ha- confession, I haven't watched the the re- most recent one yet, the last night. Which, what I've heard, I have not read one good thing about it. I like I've read the so I'm I'm basically reduced to reading the like the wiki pages for all the Transformers movies after the first one, because (laughs) like I said, I've only ever seen the first one and it was perfectly enjoyable. It was, it was. Yeah. Um, if, and if they had just stopped after that one, yeah, that would be, you know, but I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm reading the, the plots or the storylines for these fall for like the follow-ups. And I'm like, Oh my God, how I've, I'm so confused already. I've read like two sentences and I have no idea what's going on. What cracks me up most about, the, the whole franchise is Optimus Prime's character and how he has basically gone from like, you know, freedom is the, the right of all sentient beings, you know, and he's very 
um, you know, like I'm a I'm a do good or good guy, to Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> like that's where he's at now. He has he has come down to, um, you know, beheading his beheading pretty much every transformer he comes across. <laughs> Robot the Barbarian. He is Robot the Barbarian. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> he, uh, um, even with Megatron, who I, I like, I like this kind of stuff. Where in the second movie, Megatron was basically got his half of his face shot off when uh, Optimus Prime went supernova, you know, with the super cannons, and Megatron was still recovering in uh, the third movie. Mm-hmm. So he's hiding. He's just laying low. He's he still has this whole, but eventually at the end of the movie he comes out and he's like, "I'm going to fight." Uh, you know, this is my. Pl- I want the Earth. You know, and there was another another villain in it, and Optimus is fighting this guy and he's losing. Megatron helps him because he's like, "I'm going to kill you both," but he's the bigger threat, so I'm going to kill him first. So then Optimus. Though, it's just like, no, I'm just going to take Megatron out. And he, because Megatron's like, you know, what kind of world would this be without me? And Optimus is like, let's find out. (laughs) And he rips his head off. And I'm like, what the? Like, Optimus has lost his mind at this point. (laughs) And then um, the fourth movie, he kills Kelsey Grammer. Yes, yeah. he kills a human. What is going on here? Yeah, I was like, what? But he's protecting his friend, so he kills him. And I was like, what did Optimus Prime? You know, like what? I thought he didn't. You know, no matter what, he's not going to oh, hurt humans. God. But yeah, he was wow. like, he he crossed the line, and then he literally jetpacked to space to go get the guys that have been after him. If, and meanwhile, everybody uses is using interstellar space transports to warp. Optimus jetpacks off the Earth to go out into space to find out what's going on. That's how hardcore he is. I was like, he's gone full <laughs> he's, warlord. He's mental. <laughs> he, yeah. He is full <laughs> warlord at this point. Like, I'm not, uh, again, I'm not even like a big, tr- I'm not even a Transformers fan, but I, even I'm offended by... How do you the, kill? How do you kill Fraser? <laughs> Come on! First crime killed Fraser. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Niles. Yeah, How's Niles. he going to carry on? Um, but yeah, I mean, Kelsey was supposed to be the you know super evil guy in the movie, but still, it was like yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't kill. I mean, he doesn't kill humans. Yeah, even if they deserve it. I mean, he's supposed to be like. For like upholding life yeah. and uh, yeah, it's so funny. Michael like, Bay. I, yeah, and then so this new one, I just I was he goes off to confront the makers, so like whoever created the Transformers. But from what I've read, I have no idea if he actually even got that far in the. Well, he probably killed them too. Yeah, he probably. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> what he was going to do. He was like, oh, I'm gonna go get them. I'm going to fly off and leave everybody here. It's like, what? You, Everybody else is traveling in s- spaceships, dude. 
Even Bumblebee's like, no, you go. It's like, my name is Optimus Manson. <laughs> so, yeah, I, but yeah, um, if he, so basically coming back to Lobo, if he channels that kind of craziness into Lobo, it'll work because Lobo is that crazy. Yeah. And it's like obvious crazy. He's like, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, I am going to jetpack. You you and need I'll, to have I'll... that kind of director. Yeah. To direct that kind of character, yeah. and that kind of and that level of of yeah, violence and craziness. Yeah. Yeah, so I I can totally see that work. Yeah. I don't know. I just All right. What do you think about the other piece of news that again, uh I think they're just in talks, but uh Joaquin Phoenix in talks to play the Joker in the, the the supposed standalone Joker movie that's supposed to be set in the eighties with, with him as like a rising criminal. I honestly I have not heard anything about it, so I didn't know like going in. I think it's still relatively just again it's all just rumors and okay. hearsay and and conjuncture at this point. I mean. I could see it just because Joaquin Phoenix, he's just, he's one of those actors that he's, you know, he's transformative. I mean, he has played so many different types of characters and has, I mean, like similar to how Michael Bay is probably the perfect personality to to direct Lobo, Joaquin Phoenix and his idiosyncrasies if you will yeah <laughs> like the dude's a oh, little yeah the dude's it's a little uh, off his rocker yeah just in general i mean he's an amazing actor yeah but i could see him parlaying some of his like goofiness his, his into rock and roll into playing show yeah. a character like the joker yeah i could see that I, my only concern i think would be his age you know if, it, if they're yeah. gonna do a prequel kind that's a of good thing. point he's he's not Really, yeah. yeah. There's no spring chicken. It's supposed, yeah, and it's supposed to be. They say it's supposed to be set in the '80s. Now I don't know how. Yeah, I mean, if they're just like, hey, that's just when the Joker, you know, was doing his thing. Okay, but if they're, because I mean, even look at Jack Nicholson. He was not. He was not a young man when he played the Joker. No, he, he wasn't. So, may if they go with that, I guess my thinking is, if they're going to show it like. You know, this is the Joker 30 years ago. Well, then he's too old to be, you know, like how well, old is he now? Well, see, and, and I wonder if it's even yeah. going to matter because as it's going to be a standalone Joker movie, are they even going to bother with any right. kind of reference to Batman? Right. I, and I, that's, that's, that's very true because they, you know, I think DC isn't as concerned about that especially with their properties across the boards. They're mm-hmm. not as concerned about continuity continuity <laughs> or <Yeah>. anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Gotham completely different than whatever's on the CW, you know, there's, there's no com- connection there at all. Nothing matters. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm actually stealing that line from, uh, from the I fanboy podcast. Nothing matters. Nothing makes nothing sense. matters. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> That's funny. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's a that's I, a. I like a, him though as an actor. So yeah, I, I sure if if nothing else, it would be, it would be an interesting portrayal 
Mm-hmm. Um, it would have to be better than the last Joker we got, the Jared Leto. Yeah. I really did, did not like. Did not like him at all. But let me. Let I didn't me, like that movie though. So no, I didn't either. But let me let me rephrase. I think Jared Leto would have made a good Joker had they not taken it in the direction that they did yeah. with his whatever that he was supposed to be that gangster. Yeah. The tatted up with the gold teeth and the right. I think Jared Leto is a is a talented actor. Yeah. I think he would have made a good Joker, but not. With what they gave but him. But that version yeah. was awful. Yeah, I didn't. That was the worst. <sighs> no. I don't I don't know anyone. Well. It's funny how, yeah, going back to, like, figures and stuff and, like, and, you know, Crystal and I collect, collect our fair share of action figures. Really? Really, yeah. I don't know if you I knew this about us. That doesn't sound like you, Scott. Yeah. No, so, Chris, <laughs> Crystal, though, my wife, is a very avid Batman collector and Joker collector. She doesn't collect the Jared Leto Jokers. You I know, don't think like anybody some, does. Yeah. It's just one of them things. It's just not a good It doesn't it doesn't seem to fit with uh I always use this phrase but the spirit the spirit of Joker does not seem to be consistent in that movie. Yeah, I think that's just a a Joker that most people are just going to pretend never happened. Yeah. You know, I think there so. there are some some things that you just, you know, movies or shows I, or books or comics that you just like, no, that's I pretend that movie didn't happen in fact cuz yeah. it was pretty bad. Yeah, like it I just, just just doesn't need to be. No. I, I I don't know. I, I even watched it. I was like, "What are they? Why, what are they going for here?" You know? <laughs> just yeah, yeah. it's not good. <laughs> um, well, we're um, we could probably wrap up with uh, some with the. You wanted to talk about the gifted, right? The gifted. I finally finished it. Yeah. So I, I thought we could yeah cover I, some bases with that. I, I finished it a couple weeks ago, and yeah. so what's your um? So what's your Let's start off with, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, where are you at with it? Or, or even, like, a positive negative. Or, you know, just any kind of... I will say I I enjoyed it more than I expected to. Okay. I thought it was going to be kind of just garbage, or I, I didn't expect it to last. Yeah. First of all, it's on Fox, and it's, yeah. it's a... Like a, like genre shows on Fox typically do not last longer than yeah. like five or six episodes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they kept it going because it's you know it's it's technically a Marvel property and it's an X Men property and maybe Brian Singer's behind it. Yeah, um, could be. You know, so there might be reasons why they kept it going. I I thought you know it it has its flaws, but overall. I thought it, um, I thought it was pretty enjoyable. Um, I thought the like all the main people are pretty good, mm-hmm. um, and how they're portrayed and depicted. And um, I, I like that they actually have some like some actual some known, ca- yeah, some known characters. That's um, I thought the effects were pretty good. Yeah, 
and um, yeah, overall, um, so I'd give it like like a like a like a solid like a C plus like B minus. I think that's for the where, first season. I think that's where I'm at with it. I I will say though that starting the season that my I would have said the the first five episodes were like I'd bear, I'd say that like they barely kept my interest. They were like you know if you were giving them a, a uh, letter grade, I was yeah, looking at a D. I'd say like the first yeah the first few issues were kind of a kind of a slow burn. Yeah, because I I remember. Like my my level of interest was very low. I had you know I tried to watch the first one. I was like, okay, well I'll keep I'll just see where it goes. I had recorded a few. I didn't watch them. Like they were getting backed up on the DVR. And the one night it just happened to be on TV. So I was like, I'll just put it on and see where they're at. And it was like episode five, mm-hmm. and they were still talking about things from episode one. <laughs> and I was like. What the heck are they? You know, is this story not moving or like what's going on? Mm-hmm. So I finally watched them and I was like, wow, was that was that dull? <laughs> you know, like it just didn't have uh, anything going for it. It seemed. And then um, I felt like somewhere in the middle there, they kind of started to get their groove. Um, I think they, you know, maybe got away from the whole idea of like hey let's let's quit trying to oh here's what it was <laughs> in the first episode and blink blink's powers were going haywire mm-hmm. in that first two hours they did it like five times like oh it's it's happening again yeah. what are we gonna do we gotta stop it and it's like why do they keep doing this like the you know, the viewer, I, me, I'm like, I'm getting irritated because it's not. And they did that with those episodes, too. Like, they kept doing the same things over and over. <clears throat> and at some point, they finally s- stopped doing that. Yeah. I think. And they were like, let's just move forward now and push the plot. And I think when they introduced that uh, that guy that uh, was working, actually doing genetic manipulation with mutants. Oh, um, okay, yeah. When they brought him in, it got a lot more interesting. It brought me back to uh, the days of the Sarah Connor Chronicles TV show. Okay. Because that dude was a Terminator oh, that, on that show. Oh, his, uh, his name's Garrett Dillahunt. Okay. I love him. He's a great actor. I mean, he's, he's a comedian on that Raising Arizona, I think. Or was Raising it? Hope. Raising Hope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, was yeah. in Raising Hope. He was in the Mindy Project. Yeah. He was... Uh, He's got such a wide range. It's funny that he was in Deadwood. Oh man, he, yeah. But like the fact that he can play such a he a, actually had a creepy. Sorry, he had two separate roles in Deadwood. Oh really? Yeah. See, that's awesome. Yeah, that he played like two completely different characters. <laughs> oh man, see, I didn't know that. I don't yeah. have to watch it. Um, but yeah, he, you know, Terminator in this in this show, he's super creepy. Mm-hmm. Um. So I thought that that motivated, like that pushed everything. And then, spoilers for the show, but when they brought in the uh, the Stepford Cuckoos, oh yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. That I was like, I'm in. I like, I, I totally like. I didn't get that at first. Yeah, I didn't either. And like, that's what I was didn't great know about it. That I mean, and, and yeah, like why would you even think that this random blonde girl right. was part of the the Stepford? Right. Uh, triplets or right. whatever. Right, she was just going around talking to everybody in the compound. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, 
like why is you know why are all these guys like turning their guns on each other like who's controlling this and then mm-hmm. like all of a sudden i see the eyes lighten up and i'm like holy crap like that's yeah what a great reveal mm-hmm. and then her part in the uh show where she actually um where the x-men had had s- said we need this mutant underground you guys are in charge of it um but then she, uh, they called her the Frost Sisters in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but when the Frost Sisters came in, they introduced the new possibility of, well, why why are we trying to coexist with the humans when we could just kill them if they're in our way? Right. And a lot of the mutants that sounded more appealing. Yeah, they kind and, of like split off. Right, and that's how the then like for the series finale they or not series but for the season finale the the they, von strucker they kid split goes like right doesn't the sun go with the sun goes with and polaris left too and polaris had been with that other dude uh, sunspot or whatever he is yeah or, or yeah i, I, well, always, I'm well, I was going to say him. like he should have been like they should have just made him sunspot i don't know why he's not sunspot but he's he's like a brand new character i forget what his name is yeah um and then the other dude is basically like Warpath, right? Yeah, they call him like I think it's John Proudstar. Yeah, yeah. They call him Warpath. They talk or, about is his it Warpath hair. or Thunderbird. I think Warpath. I think he's war- supposed to be Warpath. Okay. But, I, but at least they do mention his th- uh, his uh, heritage of uh, and his. I think they mention either his brother or his father. Yeah, I think they mention his brother. Yeah. So there yeah. is like at least some continuity between him and right. the, like the, the X Men, which I thought that was cool too. And, um, yeah, I, I, I was like, it ended, I thought it ended really strong. I, mm-hmm. I like that they also introduced the Hellfire Club. Yeah. And the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. But in both cases, they were like, we're bringing these back. So, like, you can think back to the movies and say, well, yeah, I saw the Brotherhood, or I saw the Hellfire Club in the one X-Men movie. Um you know, and now they're back. Like, that's kind of cool. You know, there's like a new, you know, a new charter. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm digging this now. Like, it feels like, it feels like they finally worked their way into like a, yeah, a good place. They it, have a good set of villains now because we know them. Well, it's like they, they finally made, whereas like all the CW shows are very, they're fairly faithful to like their comic book counterparts. Yeah. This feels like it's the first, like Marvel TV show, that's more faithful. It's like a reinvent to yeah. like the X Men comics. Yeah, you know, it, it like it, it really has. It's got a lot more elements of the <laughs> X Men comics than than I would say. I mean, yeah, the, the the movies, of course, but but the movies are always, you know, they they're self serving. Like they serve, like they they tell these bigger stories. Yeah. Um, whereas. You know, this has the potential to tell a lot of smaller stories for like a longer period of time. You know, to really build um, a continuity. Yeah. In the show. Um, one of the things too, I liked how the mutants' uh, powers were used. Um, even with the minor, you know, there's there's a lot of characters that aren't really named or mm-hmm. um, that have like side. You know, they're they're there at the compound. And they have roles on the there for the underground. Yeah. Um, but when they use their powers, it seems like it's it's legitimate and it's and it's difficult in the way that 
like real life is difficult. Like you don't just jump in a car and drive like a hot rod. You know, you have to do it with a certain level of skill. Right. You know, you know, and pay attention. I feel like the mutants also do that in this show. Yeah, it's like they like they have limitations. Yeah. Like they can't just like the one in the last episode, the one was picking up like basically buckets of water mm. and throwing it. But it, he had to do it in a certain way. He didn't just go, "Oh, I'm just going to willy-nilly throw some some water and blast you with a wave." He had to hold it in a certain way and roll it and then project yeah. it. Um, even the hounds, the way they used the hounds and their their powers had to be used oh, a certain yeah. way. Those were pretty cool, like yeah. the way they were kind of connected with that piece of tech. Yeah, they had like the tech connection, and the one had like a gravity, anti-gravity power, mm-hmm. I think, and the other one had a push power. So they just they pick you off your feet and throw you against the wall. That was another so. uh, kind of a cool um, connection or throwback to the the comics because remember the the hounds were kind of like the future. Like yeah, th- that was like kind of in the days like well I don't days know if it, fu- was it days of future past. Yeah, yeah, because uh, like Rachel, right? Rachel Summers was a hound. Yep. They you know like mutants that turned against their own like and hunted hunted them down. They were literally hounds. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that that was pretty cool. And that's something else. Just the fact that like they have like a a, a division of law enforcement called Sentinel Services. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know. That's very true. Yeah. Um. That was something else too. Was the way that they make the hounds mm-hmm. that they just they drug them into this. You know, like they they continually like beat them down and drug them until they'll they'll just do what they're told. Yeah. And like when you compare that to the comic, like. The comic made it sound like maybe it wasn't so bad. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know, but maybe it was like that in the comics. I, know, I just don't remember, but um, it's it seemed very real mm-hmm. the way that they were like, yeah, we, you know, we, we wear them down, we drug them, and then next thing you know, they're working for us because they don't know any other way. Yeah, like they had that one, so. um, the one character who used to be part of their the mutant underground. I forget what his name was, but he was the guy who could suppress yeah. powers. Yeah. Um, who they were, yeah, it was a friend of theirs and yeah. they, lost, they thought but he, he was, was like, dead. yeah. And he, you could tell that he wasn't all there. Yeah. Like that he had been drugged or something or mm-hmm. ma- manipulated into, but he wasn't tethered to another mutant. He was just kind of working. He was right. like, that was something doing they, his own thing. I think something they discovered with the Von Struckers was that when it's, they hold, hold hands, their power becomes pretty pretty impressive. But then they realized if they tethered mutants, they could do that as well. Is when they, so I think out the gates, um, the, you know, the mad scientist dude didn't have that idea. But then when he watched the, van, the Von Struckers do it, then he was like, well, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to try that. You know, I'm going to tether powers and see see what I can do. Yeah. So, it is funny, like, the, the also, like, the, um, how, how much they hate mutants, but they're just like, oh, yeah, we got these mutants here that are totally going <laughs> to just run in there and take care of stuff for us. You guys are awesome. Yeah. You know, it's, like, such a weird, but, you know, that's, that's a great example of humanity, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> so. Well, the, the, the one, uh, the one funny thing to me. Uh, about the mutant underground is um, that I've seen in this this series is 
I think they're just overall they're really bad at missions. Yeah. <laughs> like they're just always bad at doing anything. Yeah. Like they fail at everything. I like that too though. You know? I like that they're like, Oh yeah, we have this plan and let's try to carry it out and they're like, Yeah, we only got halfway. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Oh, we screwed up. Yeah. Yeah, because honestly, like, throughout the most of the season, they really don't succeed that much. They're just like, like, they might have rescued someone, but then they're like, well, we lost this, 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 and this. Yeah, yeah. well, I think because their their mission at first was just to, just to rescue, just to, yeah, to, like. To just move mutants and, yeah, to, to Mexico or New Life. Yeah, it was like a, like an underground railroad mm-hmm. for mutants to kind of, to rescue them, to hide them, and to right. transport them. And then it turned into something bigger um yeah um yeah it was um even though mexico doesn't sound like it's safe for them though by the end of the season Mm -hmm. even that doesn't really sound like hey this is a slam dunk well i kind of have to it didn't even occur to me until now but so the series takes place kind of what like in atlanta like georgia right like atlanta like in the um so was is Mexico the like that doesn't really seem easy to get to from no. like wouldn't they be better off going north going yeah, to Canada maybe. or maybe further south to like you know Cuba or somewhere in the middle yeah, of nowhere you know yeah but no we're gonna go all the way across the country to Mexico I guess they are like well there's a number of other safe houses around the country so. And they're mm. just at that one. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I guess. I, I don't know. The only thing, like, one of the criticisms is it does seem like there's a mutant in every crowd. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. But that's just TV, I think. Like, yeah. You know, almost almost every place they're like, oh, there's a mutant. Ah, get him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. But I, it's, it's TV. You know? Yeah. They have to go where the action is. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So. Well, uh, anything else? No, I, I think, think that's it. I think, um, uh, well, real quick, um, going back for what, what was this? Was that the season finale, or was that like a mid-season break? Season finale. Okay. They're doing a they greenlit a season two for the for that for the gifted. So, um, okay. but yeah, it does, and even at the end. Of the episode, they say it will return. Okay. So, I'm I, yeah, I'm excited about that because now they've actually set up the pieces. You know, mm-hmm. like they they have a brotherhood and they have the gifted, whatever they're yeah the underground. Yeah. So it seems like season two will kind of hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And they have they have building conflicts now too because where Polaris and the Sunspot dude were a couple. They have split right on that scene. You know, the the family's divided. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like I'm excited to see this come back. You know, and uh, yeah, okay, good stuff. So cool. All right, well, I think we can uh, start winding it up here. Um, just to just to remind you, so we uh, we record our shows at the. Awesome Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview, PA, uh, right outside the city of Pittsburgh, and we're super psyched to be here, and we're super grateful for for the folks at Sorgatron Media for hosting us. 
And you can find our show and a lot of other awesome shows at sorgatronmedia.com. And you can also find other comic book, bleh, comic book pit goodness at comicbookpit.com. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for at comicbookpit. And find us on iTunes. Um, all of our episodes are there. And if you are so inclined, you could be cool and leave us a review or a rating. Let us know how we're doing. It helps us to, you know, be better podcasters. If, uh, you know, if we don't know what's broken, we can't fix it. Or if there's something you like, let us know. And uh, it also helps us, you know, extend our reach to uh, potential new listeners. And that's always cool. So that's all I got. Yeah, I'm good. I, I'm good. like you spent. I am talked out. I'm like te te. Just yeah. just blowing out dust now. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been episode 266 of the Comic Book Pit. I'm Dan, and I'm Scott, and we'll see you next time. See. You.